Welcome to episode 25 of Influencer Insights. Okay, had to pop in here today and tell you that I am so pumped to finally share something that I have been tight-lipped about for almost a year now. I've been teasing it here and there this summer on my Instagram, but today is the day I am officially announcing it. Over the last year, I have been working on something truly transformative for each of you who listen in each week. I know that you have been spinning your wheels wondering what's the difference in bloggers and influencers who think for themselves, attract brand deals, cultivate a community, and empower their influence to honor their purpose versus those who feel trapped in the affiliate marketing rat race, wrestling with the compare and compete, compete and compare mind games of the social scroll, right? I mean, the struggle can be real, but... I do hear you. I have lived that too, and I know what it feels like to be totally lost on how to even start to turn this online influence thing into a true business. And my friend, there is a better way, a much better way. Can't wait to see you there. Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. Each week, Julie Solomon, a marketing strategist and New York Times bestselling publicist, takes you behind the scenes with successful influencers, bloggers, and industry elites in conversation to share how they engage, persuade, and grow their unique influence. Her mission is to share exclusive insider tips, wisdom, and action-based tools to help you strengthen, monetize, and build your own industry-leading influence. As an influencer marketing insider, trust me when I say that social media metrics, social proof, and feedback are important. But it's also important to have clear limitations and structure when it comes to selling on social media. And that's why today I'm talking about how to sell yourself on social media and feel really good about it. But first, I need to share with you a personal story that I have to admit is kind of embarrassing. See, there was a time in my life that I would wake up in the morning, roll over, grab my phone, and immediately check Instagram. It finally occurred to me that before even taking my first deep breath of the day, I was checking a social media platform to see how many people liked me, how many people followed me, or if people liked me as much or as fast as they liked other people. I needed that validation that what I put out in the social media space mattered to people. The sad reality is that most of the time, all it would do is make me feel anxious, frustrated, overwhelmed, and completely defeated. As much of a blessing social media can be for our businesses and creativity, it's easy to become addicted to the affirmations, the follows, the likes, the attention. So I knew that I had to make a change. I started to create before I consumed, which I know that I've talked about on this podcast a lot. So if you haven't heard me talk about that, I'm going to fill you in pretty quickly. What I mean by create before consume is essentially creating your own content that's going to provide value for your community and really make you feel better about yourself, really make you step into that higher version of yourself for the day before you consume anyone else's or anything else in terms of other content. So when I started to create before I consumed, I ultimately kind of started overlooking a lot of those superficial vanity stats altogether. I started to really not give a crap about how many people followed me. I started to completely not pay attention with how many followers or likes I was getting throughout the day. Now, obviously I had to keep in mind if 
a post was falling completely flat, if I was like way off the mark and my audience wasn't connecting at all. But in terms of just the vanity metrics of needing to feel worthy, I could have given two craps at that point. I was in my creation zone. I was having a great time. I was growing. I was thriving. I felt really good about myself. So when I started to overlook that, a really interesting thing happened. I really started to realize how little those vanity stats really mattered to my overall growth and profitability as a businesswoman and as a human being. The truth is you don't have to be the best or the biggest influencer in the world to have impact. You don't have to be the best or the biggest to have a successful career. In my opinion, all you need is a thousand faithful followers to drink that Kool-Aid every single time you make a batch. My friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. You need to grow. You need to scale. You need a marketing strategy. You need a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, I talk so much about these things, right? Like how to identify your target audience, where to find them, which marketing channels to focus on. So you're really making the most out of your budget. And of course, how to use things like data to set goals. But there's another great podcast that I love out there that also talks about this stuff. And it's called This is Small Business. This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, answers so many of these kinds of questions. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you're ready to scale. This is Small Business is going to give you the practical tips that you can start using today. And I know that if you love these topics on my podcast, you're going to love them on this one too. Make sure to follow This is Small Business on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss these fantastic episodes. And a big thanks to This is Small Business for sponsoring the show. So let's take a look at a simple strategy that you can start to use to effectively sell yourself on social media without the anxiety and frustration. Here's my first tip. Focus on growth, not loss. Follower loss happens. Yes, we know that. It's just part of the job. I will gain and I will lose chunks of followers all the time, I'm sure. But again, I'm not paying that close of attention to it anymore. So instead of worrying about your losses, focus on your growth instead. And this is what I do. Consider things like, are you connecting with your followers more purposefully? Are you actively engaging with brands and influencers that might engage with you or repost your content? Are you supporting other influencers and their growth? Really embracing the mindset of that community over competition. How can you help other fellow influencers share their wealth and what they've been working on? Are you using Instagram as a tool to build your newsletter and direct traffic to your blog? After all, that should be your ultimate goal. And we're going to be talking a lot more about that in my upcoming new course, The Influencer Academy. Step two, skip the stalker situation. We have all been there, right? Lurking around other influencer pages to see what they're up to and how well they're doing. But here's my rule about Insta stalking. If there's a chance that you might feel disappointed with what you see, do not go there. Stalking someone else's page to compare your engagement is kind of like stalking an ex. It's either going to make you feel really good or really bad about yourself. And 95% of the time, it's the latter. So either way, it's going to be counterproductive, risky, and it's consumption. 
Let it go and instead focus on your social media story, your followers. Stay in your lane. Think about why your followers are there because I promise you they are there for a reason. And how can you bring more life to that reason for them? Step three, know that sometimes people just won't like you and that is completely okay. I can't tell you how many times I have gotten a bad review, I have gotten a hateful email, I have gotten a mean DM, or someone out there basically saying in one mean way or another that they don't like me. And you know what? That's completely fine. In all honesty, I hope that they are repelled by me if I'm not the right leader for them so they can go and find the right leader that they need and really be attracted to that person. So keep in mind, you cannot please everyone, so why waste your time trying? When you show up as yourself on social media, you are going to attract the right people, I promise. Having followers who like you for you makes it so much easier to essentially sell yourself on social media without having to act like someone that you're not. So focus on serving your people and don't worry about the rest. Step four. When numbers matter. There is a thin line between tracking your stats for progress, which I mentioned earlier, versus tracking your stats for the personal validation. We want to make sure that we're doing the first, not the second. We just went through this. So using tools like Union Metrics can help you track progress objectively without falling into that comparison cycle that we can all get into. You can go to unionmetrics.com to find out more about that. And my last tip, remember your why. And this, my friends, is one of the biggest reasons why I sought out to create the Influencer Academy, which is going to be launching this fall. I'm so excited to share more with you in a little while. But whenever you're struggling to sell on social media, you have to go back to your why, why you wanted to do this, why you decided to show up in the social space in the first place. Why did you start using social media as a tool to connect and to grow a community? Why do you pick up your phone every day to make a connection? Why do people follow you? Remembering your why is such an important part to growth as an influencer, and I know that it's a big one that a lot of people have trouble with. So that is why I'm so excited to be bringing more of the why into our community in the Influencer Academy and really helping you niche down on what your why is and how you can bring that about in a more purpose purposeful way. So if you want these reminder tips that I shared with you today to come alongside you for the rest of the week, you can download the complete five-step tip guide over at juliesolomon.net forward slash II25. Again, you can return to these tips anytime you need as a friendly reminder by going over to juliesolomon.net forward slash II5. Wanting even more influencer podcast goodness and to connect with like-minded influencers? Join our Facebook community for daily tips on how to up-level your business and chat with myself and other listeners. All you got to do is visit facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the influencer podcast to be a part of this wonderful community. Are you ready to create your own industry-leading influence? For show notes, downloads, and action-based tips, head to www.theinfluencerpodcast.com, where you can find out more about this week's episode, guest, and our host, Julie Solomon. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please take a minute to go to iTunes and leave a review so we can help other influencers like yourself build their own successful business.